Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 566. Today, in our deep dive into the Force Awakens script, we are looking very closely at Ray's vision inside the basement crypt of Maz Kanata's castle. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and yes, you heard me right. I said crypt. That is not a mistake. That's the word in the script that is used to describe the room that Rey walks into where she finds Luke's lightsaber. And in case you were wondering, I'll give you the formal definition of a crypt. A stone chamber beneath the floor of a church or other building, typically containing coffins, sarcophagi, or religious relics. And I guess that would certainly apply to something like Luke's lightsaber, because, I mean, if you look at the Force as a religion, and of course, there is a Church of the Force, apparently, that's been established to some degree that Laura Santeca is a part of, for example. But anyway, Ray is drawn down there, and here's the line in the script, in the descriptive uh, narrative portion. It says, it is almost as if a soulful vibration draws her closer. Soulful vibration, which is actually in all caps. And here's what's in the description inside the script. As her hand makes contact with it, there's the piercing sound of a lightsaber igniting. She moves her hand away as Ray hears a mechanical breathing sound. The camera moves, lighting changes, and we see behind her something impossible, a hallway from deep inside Cloud City. Disembodied voices fill the air. And then a young girl screaming, No! Which, of course, we know to be Ray. But, of course, the script says disembodied voices, plural. So it would be interesting to know who all the voices are. We know we hear Luke in this, and we hear Obi-Wan, and we hear, um, uh, gosh, I should say, specifically Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor combined. And supposedly Frank Oz is in here somewhere as well, but none of them are actually mentioned in the script. All it says is disembodied voices, and none of the uh, folks that were worked into um, into that scene actually show up in the script. Uh, the only other uh, actual, um, the only other actual dialogue lines noted are from the snippet where Ray, as a little girl, is on Jakku in the hands of Unkar Plutt, where she says, "No, come back," and he says, "Quiet, girl." That's how it's uh, laid out in the script. But here are the other details. Um, we don't get. You know, we get a lot of the turns, like sees through a doorway, tilts and turns and lands on the wall, which is now the ground, is dried grass, turns to look and we pivot and blah, blah, blah. So there are a lot of camera movements and directions and that sort of thing. But here's one that's pretty interesting. We see a burning temple at night and pan to R2-D2 who watches the flames and a man appears, paren, Luke, comma, whose face we do not see, close paren. He falls to his knees, reaches out to the droid, with a mechanical right hand. We push in on Ray as rain begins and day turns into night. And she looks up. We tilt up to see we're looking at, at a warrior as he is stabbed by a fiery lightsaber. 
He screams and falls to the ground. We follow him, revealing Ray again, now in a nighttime battlefield. She gets to her feet, frightened by what she sees. We pivot around her to reveal Kylo Ren and the six other Knights of Ren who flank him. All right, so we're going to have to keep an open mind about some of these things. I guess one assumption that we kind of have to keep in place is that the lightsaber had to be present wherever we are seeing these scenes. That seems to be the way things work, and that would certainly line up with what we've been talking about from the very beginning, from the very release of the movie, that this appears to be the force power of psychometry, uh, the reading of objects. And the Burning Temple doesn't necessarily have to be the you know temple, assuming it was a temple at which Luke was training his new Jedi. It could be the first Jedi temple that he had been seeking out, and maybe he had the lightsaber with him at that time, and you know that was before it ended up in Maz Kanata's possession. We don't know for sure. Um, yeah, and we don't know if the temple is burning, if Luke is burning it himself because he was so upset with what happened with Kylo Ren, or maybe Kylo Ren set fire to it. Like, Still, lots of open-ended questions, and I think this is a situation where we are intentionally being led to believe that, you know, it could be one thing, it, you know, as part of Kylo Ren's destroying of everything, as it were, but perhaps, perhaps there is more to that story. And the other thing we have to be careful with is the whole situation where the Knights of Ren show up. So, it's a warrior that's getting the lightsaber through the chest. It's not a Jedi warrior. It's not a Jedi anything. It's just listed as a warrior. So, there's every reason to believe that this is not, in fact, happening as part of whatever destruction Kylo Ren laid upon the new generation of Jedi. But again, remember, the lightsaber has to be present in the scene in order for Rey to have the vision about it. So here's the question. Was Luke at that battle? And did he face off against the Knights of Ren? Or is this a situation where the lightsaber had already passed out of Luke's possession and gone somewhere else. And again, Luke would have had to have possession of the lightsaber. Somebody close to him would have had to have possession of the lightsaber for us to be able to see and for Rey to be able to see the vision of him at the burning temple with R2-D2. You can jump to conclusions if you want, but man, in point of fact, this really actually opens up a lot more questions than it does propose answers. At least that's my take after looking at all the angles of this thing. And it's the most intriguing thing in the whole movie, as far as I'm concerned. And that's going to do it for today. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the firing of the Starkiller weapon, the battle on Takadana, and its aftermath. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, it's time for trivia for you. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you the little addendum to Darth Plagueis's name. He was referred to by Palpatine as Darth Plagueis the Wise. Today's question, what's the designation of the robot that lets the Resistance know BB-8 has arrived on Takadana? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fire at will, Commander... Check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
and we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com sw7x7. It's not just fully armed and operational, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars. I'm my son. We hope you love it.